The U.S. defense industry is large, complex, and competitive. It is also lucrative for those companies able to navigate it successfully. The American Society of Military Comptrollers helps bridge the gap between the boardroom and the battlefield while supporting transformation in the defense sector. The Business of Defense podcast brings you inside the companies working to achieve this directly from the business leaders and to understand how they create value for their companies and their customers. For more information on ASMC, visit asmconline.org. You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast. If you're easily offended, get your panties twisted and tend not. Leave now. Run in your safe space. Get your little cloth for your tears. All the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any local or government agency. Welcome. Motor Cop Chronicle Podcast. <clears throat> I'm your host, Ice Man. Starting this little extra one out here. Maybe short, maybe a little bit long. Well, not super long, but don't know. Main thing I got on here, I don't know if y'all remember the other day, I think it's past Friday when I did that Louisiana crime one. I talked about the um the guy that uh was up for parole. That had, uh, I think, two life sentences or something like that. Had murdered two people. Let me try to find the uh, original story on it. But, uh, you know, we're talking about uh, the parole board. I don't know how they did it, how they have this power. I don't know. Uh, nobody ever said anything about it. But uh, <clears throat> the parole board uh, was going to. See if you know they they reduced it to his time to something else, and so he was eligible for parole. He's been in prison for forty years. He was supposed to be doing two uh, two life sentences, and uh, somehow the uh, great minds are in. He decided to reduce his sentence. Like I said, I don't know how they did it. Uh, Anyway, the the murder happened in 1979. Uh, I'm trying to get it all. The dude's name was David Chenevere. He was convicted, and he also admitted to murdering Evelyn and uh, Michael Brown. I'm not sure how to say her last name. Mick Lanier or something like that. A little more than 40 years ago. He was originally sentenced to life. Uh, for some reason the parole board decided to give him a chance for freedom uh michael brown the ex-wife uh michael brown's ex-wife wanted to know why he was up even for parole the two uh two victims families uh you know still have wounds after 40 years i mean it was a freaking you know heinous murder lady stabbed him to death and dumped him in a dumpster. 
They're wrong. Last year in 2021, the Board of Pardons voted to reduce his sentence to 99 years with uh, immediate parole eligibility. Uh, it says, in this case, in such a violent crime, there's people who have done way far less that I know, and uh, they're still sitting there. Their files are still sitting on the governor's desk waiting to be looked at. How did this guy's uh, stuff climb up the ladder? That's what I want to know. I want to know who knows who. I think somebody knows the governor. I think somebody in this dude's family somewhere down the road, somewhere, he's got some uh, political ties somewhere. Anyway, our great governor, John Bill Edwards, sarcasm is included in that, signed a decision granting, a, granting his parole hearing Monday and telling the investigative unit he's confident the parole board will make the right choice. Uh, for the families of the two victims, the choice is uh, clear. So he's not Lily White, he's the devil, and I feel like the governor and the parole board is making some deal with the devil, one of the brothers said. Well, guess what they went and did? Yep, that's why I'm on here. These motherfuckers went and uh, voted two to one, which I, they have, I think there's five parole people, so where why didn't the other two vote? I, I don't know. But anyway, they voted two to one to grant this piece of shit his pardon or parole, his parole. And the story's like, there will likely be a little sleep tonight for the families of the two murder victims. Uh, David Chinver was convicted and admitted to the grisly murders of Evelyn and Michael more than 40 years ago. He was sentenced to life imprisonment. So I just read that one. Let me go. I got another one. Uh, like I said, I, it. I saw. I read this today, and I was like, ah, I'm just gonna throw one out because it just pisses me off. I, I don't. I just think it's stupid. Anyways, this is David Chenevere's time is a Sumerian, Sumerian pastor, husband, and so-called model prisoner. Prisoner outweighed his status as a confessed double murderer. So I guess now that now he went become a pastor in uh in prison, and just he was just such a good prisoner. Uh, they granted him parole today. He's now uh, 64 years old. Uh, he, he confessed to it. Uh, they voted two to one, granted his early release. With uh, here's, here, here's the people that, that voted for him, okay, to get released. Pearl Wise and Cheryl Rantaz voted in favor, and Bonnie Jackson voted against it's not what the victims' families wanted at all, but uh, now they're just trying to move on uh, from a new pain decades after the 1979 killing. I'm just glad it's over. Michael Brown's daughter said, which she didn't get to grow up to, with her dad because he was murdered, and now the murderers out on the street. I haven't slept since last night and the day before. I'm glad we don't have to go through it again. During the hearing, Chenever, who appeared via Zoom, revealed new details surrounding the how and the why of the murders. He claimed at the time that he was ripped out of his mind on marijuana and caffeine pills. So that's an excuse? That's an excuse, right? I guess so. The ordeal began over an argument about drug money. Shinnever and Brown were dealing drugs and it had come time to pay up. 
Chenevere says after the argument, he left and came back several hours later, stabbed Brown in his sleep, and then uh, the, the lady, Evelyn, who was sleeping next to him when she woke up screaming. So so also, he's a, he's a fucking coward and came and killed people while they were sleeping so they couldn't fight back, right? Two members of the board who granted his parole pointed to his remarkable reformation while in prison for the last four decades, part of which included completing seminary school and becoming a pastor. I don't understand how somebody took two lives and did a little, did a little good in prison, and now he's able to go free, said the brother. Chevrolet will be released from custody with the stipulation that he does not return to Louisiana or Texas. He must also attend counseling and perform 20 hours of community service each month. Uh, so, so, okay, they're going to kick him out of here or Texas. So where's he going to go? Uh, I guarantee you, somebody, he's got somebody politically connected somewhere. This fucking parole board, to me, needs to be disbanded. This family made their wishes known. I can understand that the family didn't give a shit. But they did. What pisses me off is, is this piece of shit. Uh, and I'm still calling him. He's still a piece of shit. I don't care that he went to seminary school. I don't care that he says he's a pastor. He wasn't a pastor when he was murdering two people in their sleep, was he? Stabbing them to death with a knife and dumping them in the trash bin. But now I found Jesus. Well, good for you. Good for you. You murdered two people in cold blood. So I guess you want to go to heaven now, right? You're a piece of shit murderer. The family of these two murdered people didn't get to spend no time with their family for the last 40 years. But this piece of shit gets to get out, even though he's 64 years old, and go spend some uh, his rest of his life in the free world while these people are, are in the ground. Family members don't get to spend time. Kids didn't get to grow up with their parents. Hmm? With the parole, these, these people on this parole board think, oh, well, he's reformed. Fuck that. He committed heinous murder and should have to pay for it with the sentence he was given. So I want to know who who in the hell got in touch with John Bell Edwards? Who uh who he owed a favor to or who did he get a favor from? That's what I want to know. Who? Because something somebody owes somebody something out here. So I don't know. It pisses it pisses me the hell off. I wish one of these uh, investigative reporters would start digging because somebody did a favor for somebody here, especially to go against the family's wishes, which don't happen very often. Let's say it this way. You got people out here that uh, you got people doing life imprisonment because <laughs> their third time, three strikes, you're out, third time offenders, and they got busted with fucking just a little bit of weed. But they got busted. It was a felony, so they're doing life imprisonment. But you're going to let a fucking double murderer out? Really? Who's scratching whose back? He's a pastor now. And fucking just pastor my ass. Tom's working in court bailiffing. The, the judge made a comment because they bring all the inmates in chain together and shit like that. And half of them carrying Bibles in their hands. And the judge made say, maybe if y'all went and found Jesus before y'all messed up, maybe y'all wouldn't be in here. Because you want to find Jesus, go to jail. Because he's all over in jail. 
you got all these freaking going to church, doing this, doing that. Everybody wants to be a good little boy in jail. As long as they're doing that shit, because they want to get out. They want to get out. I hope Mr. Murder and Preacher, man, I I, I hope something, but I, I really do. I hope karma comes for him. Because 40 years ain't enough. 40 years in prison is not enough for him taking two lives in, in cold blood. Wasn't even defending himself. Killed him in their sleep. And then dumped him in the trash, in the dumpster. But he's reformed. Hmm? Really? I guarantee you, if this would have been one of them parole board's family members this happened to, they wouldn't want that motherfucker out. Because, of course, of course, I went and looked up, I've read all their bios on these parole board people. They're all a bunch of fucking bleeding heart fucking Democrats. You know, most of them were public defenders, defense attorneys. They're all, you know, most almost every damn one of them. I don't think that's the type of people you need on a parole board. Because they just want to let... They were defense attorneys and public defenders. They don't want nobody in jail. People like that in the state. That governor we got and shit. Y'all keep it up. Y'all keep voting for motherfuckers like this who appoint other motherfuckers like this. We're going to end up like fucking Chicago, New York, uh, San Diego, all these fucking big blue cities. And everybody's going to be crying when crime's fucking out the box. And they want to know how it happened. Look at New Orleans. Shithole. Look at Baton Rouge. Jesus Christ. Fucking Baton Rouge is... is probably, I, I could almost guess it's almost just as bad, if not worse, than New Orleans right now with the crime. It's plumb ridiculous. Never in my life growing up out here would I think... Every day when I look at my the, the my news feeds popping up on my phone, and it's just it, it's freaking crazy. We got D, DCFS Department of Child and Family Services. I mean, you got her mom that that her child just died of a fentanyl overdose after for the third or fourth time. You got a foster care parent that. Old fucker was raping the shit out of little boys like crazy. And if you could see the condition of the house, I mean, you think they would say, no, I'm not going to drop a kid off here. I saw the pictures. I wouldn't have dropped a kid off there. I wouldn't have dropped my fucking dog off there. That's how bad it was. But no, he's dropping kids off over there. Then the day they, uh, they arrested a man. He'd spent, spent weeks beating beating his two-year-old son with a belt. Gave him a head injury. Two-year-old died. The dad, uh, Anderson King, 25, got arrested today on a charge of second-degree cruelty to juvenile after his son, Kalen, died in the hospital Sunday. He was living at the Oyo Hotel. See what kind of life he must have been living. If you're not working out of town... You don't just live in a hotel. He admitted that he uh, repeatedly whipped the toddler with a leather belt because the child kept peeing on himself. He's two. Probably kept peeing on himself because he's getting the shit beat out of him. Uh, the kings of the beatings happened over the fact, uh, last couple of weeks. Uh, 
the day the kid died, the dad admitted he struck the child all over his body roughly a dozen times and only stopped after the belt wrapped around his son's neck. King said later the kid fell unconscious and left the boy at the hotel to go find the kid's mama instead of calling 911. He just left the kid laying in the room unresponsive, went to get the baby mama. They returned. They brought the two-year-old to the hospital where he later died. Police said the kid was severely beaten with several old and fresh injuries all over his body. King later added that his son had fallen down a staircase at the hotel earlier and said he had not acted the same since the fall but did nothing to seek medical attention. That's a fucking lie. He beat this kid to death. Autopsy said the boy had died from multiple blunt force trauma and rolled it a homicide. This piece of shit beat a two-year-old to death. His own son, two years old. Now, you know what? I got kids. I know lots of people have kids. and uh, I got my, get mad at my kids, especially when they were young, start crying. When I never would want to think about beating them like that. And I'm all about uh, corporal discipline, spanking them on the butt. Especially when they're old enough. But two years old and you're going to beat him in the belt because he pees on himself? Really? Uh, like I said, that that was just over the weekend. Of course, when they just letting murderers out now. I mean, I'm sure after a you know, little while in jail, the parole board will say he uh, reformed and let him out of jail too. Even though he uh, killed his own son. He had a, another... Uh, Fucking Dollar General store. I don't know what's up with the Dollar General stores. People like fucking robbing them right there in Denham Springs, which is more uh, to suburb of Baton Rouge. And uh, it's not you know, the crime rate was, was is low there usually, but the shit's creeping in. Uh, armed robbery at the Denham Springs uh, Dollar General around Arnold Road was robbed at gunpoint at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. At least no one was injured. Uh, it's a dollar. It's a dollar general. Usually, people that are shopping at Dollar General are, are not spending shit tons of money. I mean, how much? You, you, what you did, dollar store? You a dollar robber now? Armed robbery right there. Uh, another man up in Slidell, New Orleans area. He got arrested by the Attorney General's office today for. Uh, Producing and possessing child pornography of kids under 13 years old. This guy was 25 years old. Sean Dennis. Slidell. 39 counts of possession of pornography involving juvenile. 10 counts of producing pornography involving juveniles under 13. Uh, sick, sick, sick motherfucker. Sick, sick. It's a picture of me just... No, I just did see him. He didn't know that. Uh, Living Newton John died today, uh, battling cancer. Uh, sad. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember her in Greece and stuff like that. She sang that song, Let's Go Fit, Get Physical and stuff like that. She was, I mean, uh, we had a 52 year old man died in the hospital over after an overnight shooting right here in Baton Rouge last night. <laughs> Got a drunk driver got arrested after crashing into a bayou and her passenger drowned to death in a, in the submerged vehicle. We had another three people get injured after a shooting in Baker early this morning. Uh, I think one of them was a child. 
3 a.m. in the morning. Uh, like I said, one of these was a child. Nobody was killed, thank goodness. I mean, this is just, just all going around in Baton Rouge area. It is uh, horrific. They got a, a woman in New Orleans that uh, was arrested. She just got arrested for stabbing her two children Sunday morning. She killed her four-year-old daughter and sent her two-year-old son to the hospital in critical condition. What the hell would you, especially being a mother, you're going to stab your four-year-old and your two-year-old? It happened about 11.15 on the Florida Boulevard area of New Orleans. Children were taken to the hospital where the little girl was identified as Paris Roberts. She passed away. Police arrested the mom, 31-year-old Janae. I can't even say this last name. Uh, they arrested her for, for second-degree murder and attempted murder. She posted a, she actually deleted now, but she had, this bitch actually posted a video on like fucking Facebook or something. And she had blood all over her, dripping down her chest, saying, I'm done, my children are dead, I'm done, I'm done with life. Later in the video, she says, it's all Jermaine's fault. I think that's the father of the children. Uh, yes, Jermaine Roberts and the mom here were in a legal battle over custody. Uh, he was suing her, claiming she was not stable or providing healthy environment for the kids. Well, I guess dad was right, huh? Hmm. Now, they got one child may die and the other one is dead. I'm sure he is fighting his ass off trying to get his kids. Uh, just horrible. Dead children all over the place. The woman with the uh, overdose babies actually trying to get a bond so she can get out of jail. Just, I don't even know what to say. It's just, it's it's freaking crazy. Like I said, this is just in the Baton Rouge and surrounding areas. Just keeps, just keeps getting better. Had another uh, three people shot inside of Baton Rouge, not in Baker. Yeah. School starting. I got to start working school zone tomorrow. Morning again. We're back at it. So I don't know if anybody's listening. Where if y'all listening at school? Every school should be starting pretty much around the same, you know, not same days, but getting close for everybody. So if it is, y'all just remember pay attention to school zones, pay attention to the school buses. These uh, kids will run out in front of you in a heartbeat. The last thing you want to do is run over a child. <clears throat> so that's really all I say. I just wanted to get in here and bitch a little bit. I'm just real aggravated that this parole board voted and let this uh, murderer out of prison. You got all these other people killing people, killing baby. I mean, what, what hope them families got? How long are they going to get in prison? Probably not long. They're just letting people out, right? That is the, uh, everybody blames the cops for everything. Blames the cops for the crime, the criminals on the streets. Explain something. Most people, I know people, most, pretty sure most, 90, at least 99% of people that listen to me are pro-law enforcement. Every night you're probably not listening, especially at this point. It's not the cop's fault. We lock people up 
all the time. I've done it when when I was just a regular street cop. We arrest the bad bad guys, we put them in jail. We arrest the same bad guys, put them in jail. What happens? The judges and these uh, attorneys. Most times, these judges and these lawyers they get them out. They'll plead guilty, or they'll plead them down to something. You know, you you, you arrest somebody for for you know aggravated battery, which is a felony. They'll plead them down. You know, it's, look, you plead guilty, and we'll uh, give you simple battery. You got to pay restitution, which is a misdemeanor. Uh, they, they you go if you if you've never done it. If you're a civilian, you've never done it. If you ever get a chance, and I know it sounds boring, if you ever get a chance in every your local area, go to the courthouse, find out or call, find out which day they're they're not not doing a felony arraignments on, either trial days or even motion days. They, you'll, but you can uh, you'll hear. You'll hear on emotion days. That's when they're trying to wheel and deal, offer offer deals and stuff. Go sit, go sit in the courtroom. It's not long since not juvenile. I mean, it's not against the law. It's a public building. Go, you go sit in the courtroom for a few hours and just watch and listen. You'll see. You'll you'll get real disgusted and real aggravated real fast. And that's what we have to do with law enforcement. People blame us. People blame the cops for everything. They only get how often do you hear them blaming the judges or the the DAs or the the any of these people? You don't. They, it's always the cops. Everything's the cops' fault. The cops went out there putting their life on the line every single day to catch these these criminals and stuff like that, just for them to get left right back out. So, anyway, that's it. Uh, I didn't do no housekeeping stuff. Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, we'll be doing a live show Wednesday. I, I think everybody's going to be here. I'm not sure. Uh, go write a review on uh, Apple. Five stars. I'll shout it out. Uh, hit the bells and stuff on Facebook and YouTube and stuff. Give me a review on the Facebook page. All that stuff helps the algorithms. Tell you, I mean, tell your friends about it. Kind of just kind of hit a stagnated part right now. Numbers are okay, but I'm not not getting. I was getting a little bit bigger, getting a little bit bigger, and it's just kind of like leveled off. And I'm not sure what to do to uh, get any bigger unless y'all share it with your friends, and then your friends share it with somebody else. I mean, that's the only way it's gonna happen. So, but other than that, I hope everybody stays safe out there. Watch your back. Watch your partner's back. And. Uh, Remember to always smile because the Iceman could always be behind you. I'm taking shots at the enemy. I'm gonna make it to the top, leave a legacy. If I got something to say, you better let me speak Turn it up a new degree, bitch, you ain't seen anything I pop off with the new rock Electronic, blow the sonic roof up I'm too honest when I take a few shots They're too toxic, need to take the new song And you cannot save me Cause I don't need saving It's everything I've been chasing All here for the taking don't wanna test your luck with me I think I've had enough disease 
Don't wanna test your luck with me 